I've pl- I'm pl- oh, there we go. Wow. <clears throat> Isn't it good to be together? Lovely to see your smiling faces. And I know behind those masks, there's also big smiles going on. So it's, it's so very, very good to see you. It really is. And well done this last week. It's been our prayer week. Thank you for joining in and praying. We had a lovely time here Friday evening together, praying and worshipping together. It was very, very special. And uh, it's great being part of church family, isn't it? It, it really, really is. And uh, last week, Toby was, was speaking from Acts chapter 2. I, I, like others already said this morning, I'm, I'm absolutely... I'm really thrilled we're going through the book of Acts. It's, I think it's very prophetic to us just now as, uh, as church family, just the vibrancy of, the, of the, those first Christians. And Toby was sharing last week about how the, the fact that Jesus is alive, risen, ascended, and he's, he's present in his church by the Spirit. Toby was saying how the difference that makes to what we do together as church family and uh, he was talking about uh, just people blessing one another. They're praying together, blessing one another, eating together, doing life together, um, uh, selling possessions, giving to those in need. Beautiful. And Toby made a comment, who wouldn't want to be part of a community like that? <laughs> That's the difference that the risen, reigning Lord Jesus makes to our life together. And this morning, I, I'm going to be looking at the next chapter the difference that the risen, reigning Lord Jesus makes to our lives going into the community, the difference that our lives can and should make as a church family here in the heart of of Norwich. And uh, and so I I pray, I I trust that the Lord will speak to us. By the way, in in terms of thinking of supporting and caring for one another, um, Brian just shared with me that um, Chris and Julie Schwer, they're, you know, they farm just outside Norwich. A farm building burnt down last night, an important farm building burnt down. Life's been challenging for them anyway. So do be praying for Chris and Julie. Julie, would you do that? They're such lovely, faithful parts of church family here. If you're watching, we're going to be praying for you. Um, precious members of church family here. So... Um, it, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly glad I, to be part of church family and seeing you all this morning. And if you've got a Bible, we're going to chapter 3 of Acts. It's, this is a wonderful chapter. And while you're turning there, I'm going to pray, Lord, speak to us, Lord. You're alive, Lord Jesus. You, you're, you're here. You're, you're reigning. You're real. You're present. And we, we ask you to speak to us and not just speak to us, to act among us here this morning for your glory, in Jesus' name. Okay, so I'm going I'm to, do you know what? I'm going to read the whole chapter, because it's a good one. Well, they're all, oh, they're all good, but this is particularly good. Okay. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at about the, at the time of prayer, three in the afternoon. Now, a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. And when he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John, and then Peter said, 
Look at us. So the man gave him, gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he held him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong, and he jumped to his feet and began to walk, and he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. There was a song about that once. Remember that one? You do, some of you. Okay, we won't sing it right now. He went, this, this, this dear guy, walking and jumping and praising God. And when all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognised him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. And while the man held on to Peter and John, all the people were astonished. They came running to them in the place called Solomon's Colonnade. And when Peter saw this, he said to them, fellow Israelites, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we'd made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus. You handed him over to be killed and you disowned him before Pilate. So he had decided to let him go. You disowned the holy and righteous one. And you asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life. But God raised him from the dead. And we're witnesses of this. And by faith in the name of Jesus, this man who you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you can all see. Now, fellow Israelites... I know you acted in ignorance, you did, as did your leaders, but this is how God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, saying that his Messiah would suffer. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out and that times of refreshing may come from the Lord and that may, he may send the Messiah who's been appointed for you, even Jesus. Now, heaven must receive him until the time comes for God to restore everything. As he promised long ago through his holy prophets, Moses said, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You must listen to everything he tells you. Anyone who doesn't listen to him will be completely cut off from the people. Indeed, beginning with Samuel and all the prophets who have spoken before those days, and you are heirs of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your fathers. He said to Abraham, through your offspring, all peoples on the earth will be blessed. When God raised up his servant, he sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways. Great, what what a wonderful, wonderful story. And we we focus at the beginning here on this this desperate man. I've I've called my my preach this morning, Time for a Miracle. Time for a Miracle. This dear guy, I I mean, chapter 4 of Acts tells us that he was over 40 years old. He had a long-standing physical condition. 
They wear you down, don't they? Some of you know that. A long-standing physical condition, this poor chap. Secondly, he couldn't move himself. He had to be carried around. That's hard. Couldn't, life was just, every, every movement was difficult. Some of you know what that's like. The third thing here, this poor guy, do you know what? He, he was excluded from going in to, to the... He couldn't go in where everyone else was. He was, he was a... He, it, if you, you can read about it in, um, uh, in Leviticus 21, where it says that no one with a crippled foot, no one is allowed into the, into the temple. This poor guy is excluded. Even if he wanted to go, he, could, he couldn't... He was an outcast. People didn't want him around. Some of you know what that feels like. This poor chap. Finally, he hadn't got any money. Hadn't got, couldn't, could, no job, no money, and he had to beg. What a, this dear guy. What a, he, oh, he really, he needed, he needed something to happen in his life. He, he's a desperate guy. If, if you had all the, all of those things, you may have one of those things going on in your life: money, illness, isolation, whatever it is. All of them. For 40 years, it's pretty desperate. Now, the, the, the first thing that noticed me, that, that, that struck me here is, thinking of time for a miracle, would Peter and John have time for a miracle? Would they have time for a miracle? They were, they were about their daily life, daily routine. You know, they've got their routines. They were going up to the temple, probably lots of people going up. Three o'clock, oh, oh, quick, got to get there. Come on, got to get there. Hustle, bustle. Next thing on the, today's agenda. Would these Jesus followers have time for a miracle? Or would they be so intent on just getting on with their lives, the hustle-bustle busyness of life, they would miss the moment. I'm challenged by that. I'm very challenged by that. I think I'd be looking at my watch, probably. Isn't that how we live life now? We're just so busy. We're so... We're so, you know, running from one thing to the next thing. Our days are just... They're all tied up and tight and, and... do you know what? We haven't got time for divine moments. We haven't got time for, for God encounters in our days. Wouldn't it have been a tragedy if they just kept steaming on to their next appointment and they missed the moment? I, I'm so challenged by that. And I, I want to challenge, I speak to us today about this. You know, the way we live our lives. Are you and I so busy, perhaps walking along, looking at our phones, whatever it is? Dear church, family. Jesus hasn't changed. He still has deep compassion for broken people. And you know what? You and I are surrounded by broken people who need a miracle in their lives. Am I right? We're surrounded. Would they have time? There was just Stating some obvious things, there's a, there's a geography about this miracle. It didn't just happen out of nowhere. There's a geography about it. It was their daily routine. 
God wanted to break into the, that, 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 that geography, that daily routine, where they were going. And he wants to break into your routine, the geography of your life, where you're going. You're, hey, you're an ambassador for Jesus. You are. And he, and, and he wants to use you. It may, may not be to, to raise the dead or, 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 or heal the lame, but it might be to, to reach out and, and care and, 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 and pray for someone and befriend and see how you could help. There's a geography about it. There's a geography about your life. There's timing about this. Notice, it wasn't after a prayer meeting. You and I are probably more likely, you know, we've just had a, a, a lovely prayer meeting. Right, okay, Lord, I'm ready. I'm, you know, this is before a prayer meeting. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's when they probably, you know, in other words, it's, 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 it's unexpected. But it was time for a miracle. And then there's the, what did they do? Would you know what? They, they did what they'd seen Jesus do. They just did what they'd seen Jesus do. They stopped and looked with compassion. That's, Jesus did that a lot, moved with compassion. He stopped and looked with compassion. And they'd also seen Jesus reach out. Do you remember Jairus' daughter? Take her by the hand and lift her up. They did what Jesus did. Oh, take by the hand. And Jesus did the rest. I, I, I think there's something beautiful here that God wants to speak to us. I think to myself here too. Time for a miracle. Lord, please, time for a miracle. I, I want to have time in my life for what God wants to do in and around my life. Don't you? Don't you? Oh, I hope you do. I hope it... I hope that, you know, as you go into this week, Lord, I want, some, I want some holy moments today. I want some some miracles around me today. What a difference that might make if you went into the week, whoops, like that. What a difference that would make. Anyone up for that? Are you up for that? Please, Lord. I see Penny over there. Penny was telling me the other day, I was chatting with Penny, Penny Jr., and she said to me, she's a little phrase that helps her uh, in her life, and it's this, love the Lord Jesus and the person in front of you. <laughs> I like that, don't you? Love the Lord and the person in front of you. I like that. I like that. I want, I want to do that more. I want to do that more. I want to... I, I, I'm tired of hustling and bustling and rushing and must get there and late and more things to do, never done enough, never done everything I should be doing. I, I, I want to get away from that. I want space in my life for God moments. Do, do you? In fact, you know, I'm going to pray for us now. If, you're, if, just, if, if you want some of that... I, just, just, just raise your hand to the Lord. Let's pray for us. So I'm putting my hand up here. Lord, we want holy moments. Lord, as a church family, spread out across this city. Oh, Lord, we want to go as your ambassadors. We want holy moments. Lord Jesus, we, we probably don't feel very uh, capable of raising the dead, but, but we can reach out with an act of kindness, a 
and tell people about you. And I pray for us. Lord, please help us this week. Holy moments, please. Time for a miracle. Please, Lord, would you come and help us? Holy Spirit, you see us. You see our hearts, our hands. We're saying, here we are, Lord. We want to be used by you to bring the miracle of the love of Jesus to broken lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Ray Ortland, a writer, he puts, he, he says this. If you love people tenderly and feel for them deeply in their sin and their sufferings, you're not crazy. You're not inferior. You're not unserious. You're like Jesus. Thank you. And please keep going. <laughs> I like that, don't you? These people used to wear little, those people still wear those little wristbands. WWJD. What would Jesus do? Oh, Lord, please. So, would they have time for a miracle? Well, how, praise God, they did. They did what Jesus did. They stopped, they noticed this needy guy in the busyness of their day, and they stopped. So there we're back with this man now, this, this dear, dear guy. As I say, long-standing condition, couldn't move himself, excluded, no job, no money. Day after day, he'd been just going through this kind of hopeless routine. It was his life, this awful Routine, day after day, same routines, same pressures, same pain, day after day, month after month, year after year, decade after decade, this dear guy, he really needs God to break in. He was made for more than this. And so were you. So were you. And if you, this morning, are just feeling worn down by the the harsh routine of your life. I want you to know that you were made for more than this. And there is someone very close who can make a miracle happen in your life. Do you, do you know what that guy felt like? Do you understand it? On the basis of his past experience, he probably didn't expect too much from Peter and John. Maybe coming this morning, you didn't expect too much. Maybe you thought, well, I'll go along, see what happens. But I'm not, I'm not holding out too much hope. Oh, I want to tell you that. <laughs> it's time for a miracle. Because Jesus is alive. And he reigns. And he's here. And he wants to meet with you. He does. It's what he does. Time to tell you about a book or two. We were preaching on this book a while back, Gentle and Lowly. It's what Jesus is like. Listen up to this. When you come to Christ for mercy and love and help in your anguish and your perplexity and your brokenness, you're going with the flow of his deepest wishes. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? It's what he does. 
It's what he loves to do. Put it the other way around. When we hold back, lurking in the shadows, fearful and failing, we miss out not only on our own increased comfort, but on Christ's increased comfort because he lives for this. This is what he loves to do. This is what Jesus is like. It's what he loves to do. To mend broken lives. It's what he loves to do. So he asked them, his dear man, asked Peter and John for what he thought he really needed. Can I have some money, please? Okay. That's what, that's what, uh, that's what he was hoping to get money. He was thinking to get, to get money. But what he really needed was, this, was a miracle. He needed, some, he needed a lot more than that. What do I mean he needed a miracle? He needed more than physical help. He needed something deep in his inner being. He needed something that would just change him from the inside out. Yes, he needed support. Yes, he needed money. Yes, he needed his friends around him. But his greatest need came from his deep longing to be loved and accepted and have a hope and a future. And that's the miracle that Jesus has for you this morning. Isn't that beautiful? See, the thing about miracles in the Bible, they're not just supernatural encounters or magical moments. Miracles in the Bible, they're signs. They point somewhere. So it's not just a case of, oh, great, got a miracle, let's go and have fun. No, 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 miracles in the Bible are signs. You may remember in John's Gospel, John, after that first miracle at the wedding, water into wine, we all know about that miracle, lovely one, and... Um, At the end of that story, John says, this was the first sign that Jesus did. I'll read it to you, see if I can find it. This was the first sign that Jesus did through which he revealed his glory. And the disciples believed in him. So signs are a signpost. So miracles are a signpost. They're pointing to the beauty and the majesty and the the wonder of who Jesus is and what he's done and what he will yet do. Beautiful, isn't it? That's what they are. And as, you know, this guy, (laughs) he needed, he he thought he needed money, but he needed a lot more. and, 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 And Jesus just exceeded his expectations. He often does that. He exceeded this guy's expectations. And he, he, you know, he leapt to his feet and he's, he hardly knows who Jesus is yet. But he, it says he's, he's singing and, and jumping and praising God. He's already getting a sense of, oh, this is wonderful. Isn't that beautiful? And Peter goes, you know, people start looking at Peter. Oh, you've got a bit of, what, you know, you, you've got some special power going. And he quickly throws their attention away from himself to Jesus because he's the one who really, really, really changes lives. And the rest of his sermon, I mean, it's all about Jesus and what he's done. And, you, you know, I mean, he, he, I'll just give you a little summary. 
He's talking about Jesus, and he's saying that Jesus, he's the servant of the Lord. He's the holy one. He's the righteous one. He's the author of life. He's the risen one. He's the healer. He's the suffering servant who went to the cross so your sins could be wiped out. He's the Messiah. He's the returning one. It's all about Jesus. It's all because of him that this guy has been saved from his broken, desperate life and brought into a new joy and peace and hope and future. It's all about Jesus. And he makes a life-changing invitation, which I, I'm going to bring to you. I'm going to ask musicians to come back up. There's this life-changing invitation that Peter makes to the crowd around him and to everybody here this morning. And it's this. Repent, turn to God so your sins can be wiped out. The times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Isn't that beautiful? It's just... There it is in a nutshell. That's the Christian message. If, you, if, you're, not, if you're not a Christian this morning, if, you, if you've never given your life to the Lord, if you've just been plowing on through life, doing your own thing, that, there's the answer. You need a miracle. And it begins by you repent and turn. Lord, I don't want to live for my agenda anymore. I've been, Lord, I want I, I to turn around and look in your direction. That's what repent means, turn around. Lord, I want to look in your direction. Because I want the refreshing that you offer that comes from the presence of the Lord. And this morning... As I say, if you've, if you've never given your life to the Lord Jesus, please, this morning, you can do it. You can, as we're, we're going to sing in a moment, you can make that move. You can say, Lord Jesus, I want you in my life. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm weary, but perhaps like that, that broken man, that lame man, just, the, just worn down with the stuff of life. Maybe, maybe it's sickness, maybe it's isolate, whatever it is. If, if you are feeling like that this morning, there's an invitation. Turn to the Lord so that times and refreshing can come from the presence of the Lord. Maybe you, 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 you're a Christian, but you've slipped, you, you've slipped away. You know, you're not, you, you've not been walking with the Lord. This morning, I urge you, put it right. Please, put it right so that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. In fact, for all of us, do you know what? I need a time of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. Anyone else? It's been a dry old couple of years, hasn't it? We had a lovely time Friday night. I want more of the presence of the Lord here in my life. Hey, life's life's a bit tough, isn't it? You get worn down. Have you got a bit worn down this last couple of years? I have. I want times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. What an invitation. And it's what he loves to do. Folks, 
This is this 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 isn't just make believe. This is this is this is the truth. Here's a lovely quote from a guy. Some of you might have heard the name George Whitfield. If there are any here who are strangers to this love of the Lord Jesus Christ, don't despair. Come, come, come to Christ and he will have mercy on you and he'll pardon all your sins, he'll heal all your backsliding and he'll love you freely. (laughs) Isn't that beautiful? It's what he does. It's what he does. So this morning, time for a miracle. I don't know what miracle you need this morning. Maybe it's a miracle of healing. Well, I, we, I, I want this morning, we're going to pray. We're going to pray as we, in a moment. We're going to, we're going to sing, we're going to worship. And as we worship, we're going, to, we're going to pray for those among us who need a touch from God physically in your body. And, and, and we're going to pray as well for those who, uh, who all just need a, they just need a touch from God. They're, they're weary, they're worn down. So we're going to do that now. And we're going to expect the risen, reigning, present Lord Jesus to come and meet with us. Is that okay? Is that okay? Shall we stand together? And we'll start off with praying for those who are sick. You've got, you've got a good song there, haven't you? I forget what it was, but it's a good one. Okay. Okay. Lord, we... Just start playing the... Can you start playing the music there so I can just get... get that's it. Just start playing the song. We do appreciate our musicians, don't we? So lovely. Oh, Lord. Lord, I, we begin this morning. We come in the name of Jesus, and I pray for anyone here who needs a touch of healing from your hand this morning. It's not from our hands, it's from your hand. Lord, right now... Lord, come, Holy Spirit. If you need a touch from the Lord in healing, just raise your hand now. Or even if you're on screen at home, raise your hand to the Lord. Lord, we know it's what you love to do. Lord Jesus, would you please come? Come, healing. Healing in people's bodies right now. Around this auditorium, come, Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Oh Lord. Let's sing this song. Can you take, take us into this song? Let's make this our prayer. We're going to worship. We've got time. We haven't got a rush for your children just yet.
Lord, I pray now before we go back into this chorus for all of us who we're just dry, what longing for more of your presence among us. We need you, Lord. We we say, hey, Lord, our, our expectation is growing, Lord. We're, we're, we're reading in your words such wonderful, wonderful things of your presence coming and this wonderful invitation for refreshing from the presence of God. Come, Holy Spirit, all this morning. Need you in various ways. Come, Holy Spirit, as we come before you. Let's sing this lovely chorus together. I need you. You ready? Here we go. Lord, I need you. for some miracles. Lord, there's miracles needed in this room today. Lord, it's time for a miracle. It's your time and we don't want to just go away and get busy again. We're saying, Lord, time for a miracle. Time for miracles of your kindness, your help, your healing, your restoration, your comfort. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, I pray. Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you
Oh, God. 